0: ODI, that is game number three. so I would have wanted at least five, six games, but that's your position. Three games is enough because of cramped schedule and those domestic T20 tournaments taking at least six months out of a calendar and almost ending an athlete's career, which so we'll talk about it later. But the three games that happened at Zimbabwe were brilliant. It did not have the usual suspects. But it had the individuals who would be called usual suspects by the end of 2030. You would see the names of these individuals who are right now on the periphery. And as the current block begins to get into that domain of goodbyes, and pass the bid on to the others. But the discussion around that will get complex. But let's discuss ODI Game 3. India scored 8-289, which in the era of the scoring over 3 and three, over 200 may have looked a juvenile score and not an exactly good score. But you cannot score 500 in every game. And 500 every game is also a 5 dream, and it doesn't happen. So let's not even go there. 289 for 8. Perfect score in this scenario. It doesn't mean that just because you have scored 290 and you it just under 6 points per over to win the match, it's easy. Whether it's in Zimbabwe, Newfoundland, Australia, these games can be more exciting than a game where a team scores 400, the other one scores 100, and there's a vast difference between the two teams in terms of resources. Let's not get into the this great. Let's discuss this game. It was a boxing match with each side producing punches and counter punches. So every time it looked like Zimbabwe were in a situation where they would not win, their the batters came up with the counter punches. Every time it looked like India were falling short or not bowling the way they should, the Indian bowlers came up with the counter punches and eliminated the backers. So this thing went on and on and passed over. And in the end, it was more about the nervousness and a bit of negative events that caused Zimbabwe the match. But at the end of the day, they lost 3-0. But you can say they have a lot to take from this particular tournament and a lot of things can happen. So let's be happy about that. But this and the best in these series is an answer to all you question the body format, including an elite commentator who's losing that status because he's spending too much time with the discards and rejects, and his mind is twisting and turning into being a very negative, inclusive, and thinking all kinds of nonsense and not focusing on what he has been doing over the past three decades. Go back to it, but those who question the ODI format, will see among all the neurotic debate that is happening, can shut their go off and cut and tackle on this. And this means that with the 2023 World Cup just over 16 months away, an open option that is pool of 20 backups, around pool of 20 regulars, but. Since we are talking about sports athletes, we presume that sports athletes are forever happy because they get all the agitation, facilitation, they are in front of a televised audience. But do you know that even sports athletes have a fear? They have a fear of the bully. And what can this bully be? So what is the biggest fear for a sports athlete? There are many. What they don't fear is winning or losing a match that superficial not injury because that happens. They know that since I am a sports athlete, I will go through a phase when I will be injured. They are well aware of being injured. They are well aware of moments when they, may, when they may perform at their best but they may end up short. Which means Medal matches they may end up with silver, or it could be a situation where they may end up with at the fourth position. They may not get the recognition, but they know they have done everything. They want recognition, but we all know how the recognition factor of a sports athlete works. What clears them the most is the relationship with the governing body. In this case, the sports federation. Whether it's the Wrestling Federation or the Cricket Board, Hockey Board, Cycling, Olympic Association, weightlifting and every other sport, they fear the relationship with that because these bodies and the individuals governing them can sometimes be bullies. How are they bullies? First of all, they have to be on good terms. even if they are unhappy with the money of or the organization or they are unhappy with something the way the selection trials have taken place or something or if they are not getting the facilities at the training center or at the rehabilitation center, if they are in an injury mode they cannot have public outcry which means they cannot go on pseudo or PTEV media and say openly that this organization is not quitting like a sport athlete from boxing did that. But since that was in the middle of the tournament, the body must have allowed them to do what the athlete said. But I'm sure the athlete is going to face a lot of big bats and won the tournament and the athletes relationship with the governing body must have gone they They don't know but that's exactly what must have happened. This athlete did go public about certain things they were not happy with or not getting approached and the governing body complied because it was in the middle of the tournament and didn't want any kind of distractions. So that way, the athlete was able to get what the athlete wanted but it doesn't happen often and I'm sure Of that governing body must be in conversation with that athlete about the way he got all that drama going. I'm not going to the athlete or the governing body, but this is what the athletes fear. They cannot have a public outcry in general, whether they're unhappy with the paycheck, unhappy with whatever services, even if they're happy, they cannot be very. About it because it's obvious. If they're getting a good aging, they can say Oh, i have got a good paycheck. That's the governing body's decision to announce that which that if certain athletes are under certain contracts, what kind of paychecks will they receive, or what kind of help will they receive? If the athletes go for the public outcry or do something which is harmful for the relationship between the two, no, then they can bid. Goodbye to their career. And in this case, let's talk about the Indian Cricket Board. Other federations, other sports bodies are also bullies They have had a share of relationship with the athletes. But in Indian Cricket Board is a unique case scenario. It is the Shahensha of police. And how the, how does that work? One thing with an iron hand, which means no room for rebellion. And how does it work? It works in a very clever manner. It has a very interesting relationship with its employees, or sports athletes, or the cricketers. The player and the employees are over-indulged and smooth, but once that happens, no athlete will ever complain. And in return, they want complete and unwavering loyalty, obedience, and allegiance. Means at no point can they say, I am unhappy with the Indian cricket board for any reason. Because the Indian cricket board will say, We are overindulging you, we are school feeding you, we are taking care of your every need, like an overindulgent parent. let's understand one more thing. Sports athletes do not represent the country directly. They are representative of the governing bodies and not the country. When you look at the jersey of any of these organizations, any of these sports athletes, they have the logo of that organization. And one corner, couple of sponsors and of course the name of the country you see the scorecard graphic where the logo is there but when you see it shows India versus Australia, you will see the Indian cricket board logo versus the Australian cricket board logo that is not going away. So, sports athletes anywhere in the world are represented comes from the governing body. These governing bodies arrange lodging, accommodation, jerseys, coaches. So they do everything for the sports athlete they are expected to do. Yes, that's why they expect complete, unwavering loyalty, obedience and allegiance. Because they would say we are doing so much for you. Can you not because for that, by not going public with your issues, if you have issues, you can come to us in private and we have a solution to it. And that's the expectation, and that's what the bully is the fear of the bully is because it's both athletes, however, they may be popular and celebrities, eventually, they are nothing more than employees of the governing body. And the Indian cricket board, as I said, is a very special case scenario. It has an ego. It prevents the Indian players to participate in the private T20 domestic tournaments. It has a bias right grip on this. It will not allow any of these players to play in any of the private tournaments. They don't want to split the importance that the Indian T20 Domestic World Cup has gained. So it will want for the players to play here, but Indian players not to play as overseas players in other tournaments and they have to do this for a better part of 15 months. It has a vice night grip on this situation and it's not going to let go. And that's something we have to understand. That's Country now has one. Our countries have all our neighboring countries have at least one each. Then the Middle East, UAE, is going to start Australia's tournament is successful. A lot of Australia. Or the people game I still think the Australian tournament is at the top. Even if you hear scripted comments from commentators and others involved in saying the Indian one is at the top. Well, I'm not going to say that I'm doing paycheck unlimited zero. I've seen the Australian one. I've seen the Indian one. I've seen the one of an Indian country. The one of an Indian country is fully organized. So let's not even go there. Australian one has its issues. It may not be able to give a paycheck with unlimited zeros to its players or employees, but that's not the thing. That's not the important thing. It has discipline, it has quality, and there's something about it which the Indian one cannot eliminate. That's why the Indian one will be at number two. Australian one will forever for me be at number one. It doesn't mean that because I'm an Indian, I should say that the Indian one should be at number one. I do not get hysterical like that. I do not promote such pseudo-masthemism, nor will I ever do it. But imagine, imagine if the Indian players wanted to take a break from this domestic Cup, which is now moved on to 70 days in the year, that is from April till the end of June, till June which means 70 days of matches. And Fatih comes in, to starts at 8 pm, moves on till 1 am next day. no discipline in terms of finishing the matches on time. Finishing the things on time, there is no discipline regarding that. Lot of time is wasted in things like the time out and two long breaks, that's something they have to take care of, that's something the technical committee has to do, but we all know they don't care about this. But imagine the Indian athlete. It will lead to controversies which will be bigger than the biggest controversies we have ever seen. It will be a controversy if any of these players, if they are not injured, or none will say, I want to skip this tournament. This is not going to happen. But let's look at this in a hypothetical scenario that if this happens, what will happen further? First of all, it won't be acceptable by the governing body, that, that is Indian cricket board will be unhappy. The managers of these teams will be unhappy. I do not endorse it in franchisee, so I won't put the term franchisee. The managers of these domestic teams will be unhappy. These parent will be unhappy The scheme. came. I won't take India will also start adding its controversy. Adding its idea controversy. How can they skip? How can they skip a 70-day tournament? They cannot skip. Or whatever reason they come up with which is not important right now. But it will lead to things. It will lead to controversies, which will be an unnecessary controversy. But it will be there. The manager of these teams. Empathetic. Even if the World Cup they started in a week or two, which happened with the World Cup three years ago. With a week or two for the domestic tournament to end, the players are fatigued, they know they have to represent their country and they want a break from a couple of matches. These managers may be indifferent, they will say, I don't care at the World Cup starts tomorrow and you have to. You will play all the 14-15 matches of this tournament Unless it's a really bad situation and you cannot play But if you're saying that you skip the tournament Skip, the, skip a game on account of a World Cup You don't care about the You care about this tournament And you care about the moolah and the investment coming it So you cannot skip the tournament They believe they have paid a huge amount they had the bike, cash in, they had the fight to destroy these athletes. See, that's the biggest dilemma. You cannot skip. And that's something that really bothers me. The your World Cup was managed because you had a committee of arrogance who forced the tournament organizers to give at least a 15 day when the tournament it and when the World Cup started. the Committee of Arrogance was able to help the athletes, but if this Committee of Arrogance was not there this 15-day break wouldn't have been there. That's something that needs to be seen. Luckily, there is no World Cup which is clashing with this tournament. far too long and one day there is a situation where going on for the entire year that's how really both the sides are the managers the team the governing bodies and the players are mindless victims of this they have to play the games the 20 games a year 25 games a year it may become that way you never know and that's the thing that needs to be taken care of or there will be trouble. Even if the player is lifting on one leg and is not clearly to compete, these managers will push the players beyond the limit. And what other fear the athletes have? Sports
1: athletes will always fear this what will happen post retirement. They are all alone They are recruited as coaches, administrators, and commentators, sports athletes post retirement, or of course brand ambassadors. Most sports athletes do not get this country, only 5% will be recruited as coaches, administrators, commentators, or brand ambassadors. the remaining individuals will always have this fear that they no longer have the protected hand and the paycheck that was coming through steadily by the government bodies. This will always be a fear. Poor retirement, every athlete has a fear that why a man keep on stretching because they don't know what would happen once their
0: commission officially done. In the end, the Indian cricket board the big bully, Treasury to throw money at the athletes. They can treat these athletes anywhere they want. They expect complete unwavering loyalty and allegiance. And they want the athletes not to have a complete outcry over any issue. And they expect the athletes to play the Indian domestic World Cup and not to miss a single game. Under- body doesn't care, the managers of these teams, they have never ever cared, they have a pathetic attitude.